Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. At 12 minutes after 5 on this Friday morning, you know, a lot of folks have been asking, whatever happened to your live stream? Didn't you used to show it? And I don't think that was widely viewed, but it was there for people mm-hmm. if they wanted it. Sure. So by live stream, we mean not just the audio stream, but video. And we are in our new studios here at the Avenue and have been fully wired for video. We got four HD cameras here in the studio. We got one out in the traffic center where Debbie is. HD. And we are fully launching this morning. We're back. So you're used to this. You've been on HD cameras before. Is there anything we should know? <laughs> well, it's a, it's a little different <laughs> because in TV, we're addressing the camera. That's right? true. So you're speaking into the camera here. We're just kind of, and if you want to check out the live stream, you can do so at WTMJ.com. You can click on the Watch Live or Watch Now button on our mobile app, WTMJ YouTube page, all our social channels as well. So wherever you're used to streaming us just audio, if you want to check in on us, you can do that. But as I was saying, it's kind of more of a window at this point. Like you can see in, but we're going to do what we do. In TV, you're like playing to the camera. So just uh, don't, just pretend it's not there. That's what I always say when I tell... Act take, natural. Yeah, act natural, right? Isn't that the worst advice? I'd always say when we went out to kids, you're like, okay, say you're doing a story at an elementary school, right? And the kids are all, they just... And adults do this too, go to Summerfest, and they're just trying to get video of people at Summerfest, right? And they all want to wave to the camera. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Just do what you're doing. I'm just here to observe you doing what you're doing. So but that's what can, we're doing. Okay. You can do whatever you want. Go ahead, wave at your camera there. Here we go. There's Eric. Hello. Good morning. There you go. <laughs> so WTMJ.com or download our mobile app and you can just click on instead of listen, watch live if you like or if you just want to hear the golden tones of our lovely voices this <laughs> you morning. always do that too. Audio Ooh. only still available. 514 Brandon Mute. Snide. Has sports coming up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After losing their first series of the early season in Arizona this week, the Brewers bounce back in a big way, thanks to the big-time bat from Big Rowdy. Martinez brings home the pitch, and Telez rips it down the right field line. This ball is up, and this ball is gone. Rowdy Telez inside the foul pole down the right field line for his third home run of the season, and the Brewers strike first. It's 2 to nothing, crew. Langrand on the call right here on WTMJ as the Brewers got the early lead there for Colin Ray, who got the spot start for the Brew Crew. And they would go on to extra innings for the win, defeating San Diego by a final of 4-3, to three, thanks to a Telez sack fly that came in the top of the 10th. And the bullpen locked it down, but Ray was the story of the game, and he was magnificent, going five and two-thirds innings while only giving up one earned run and striking out six Padres on his way to a big-time spot start. They give us 17 outs and five and two-thirds. You know, I was it's a great performance for sure. He pitched really well and executed a whole bunch of pitches. You know, was careful around the edges and, and got a bunch of swings and misses too. So um, couldn't, I couldn't ask for anything more. I thought he was wonderful um, and, and gave us a real chance to win. He was wonderful indeed. Manager Craig Council there following the game. The Brewers, they're right back at it tonight in San Diego. Eric Lauer is slated to get the start for the Brew Crew. First pitch is set for 840. You can tune into full coverage right here on WTMJ beginning at 805. Over to the NBA where the Milwaukee Bucks are gearing up for their playoff run as they await the winner of tonight's play-in game between the Chicago Bulls 
and the Miami Heat following practice on Thursday. The Bucs did get some good news in regards to some key guys heading into the postseason. And for Coach Bud, seeing them at practice, that was a welcoming sight. With all those guys, you know, I think uh, practicing is one of the steps. And then seeing how you feel the next day and seeing how your body responds and everything, you know, is almost as important. So... You know, it was a good day collectively. It was a good day for each of those guys, and we'll see and uh, respond to you know how they feel and continue to get ready for Sunday. Whoever does win tonight between Miami and Chicago, they move on to Milwaukee for a Sunday afternoon tip of 4.30 at Pfizer Forum. And lastly, over to the NFL, where Washington Commanders owner Daniel Snyder has reached a pre- preliminary agreement to sell his franchise to a group led by Josh Harris for a record, wait for it, 605 billion dollars hall of fame basketball player magic johnson is also reportedly part of that group purchasing the team at 522 on wisconsin's morning news you know for nearly a year so many of us have been looking forward to an announcement that is set for later this morning Milwaukee public museum last summer as it first began describing what its new $240 million attraction would look like. Remember, they're moving the museum. They're going to be in a fully new building just north of Pfizer Forum. They told us they were not going to lift any of the exhibits that we know and love at the current museum and just install them in the new building. As MPM has been a leader in exhibit design for our entire history, we're really taking this opportunity to think about what does the next generation of learners need from a museum? Um, so many of the exhibits that you're used to will have, will have familiar aspects of them, but we're not just picking up an entire exhibit and moving it into the new museum. That's Katie Sanders. She is chief planning officer at Milwaukee Public Museum in an interview with us here on Wisconsin's Morning News from June of 2022. And then, Eric, since there's been a lot of concern raised about, in particular, the streets of old Milwaukee. <laughs> of course. A beloved exhibit. Yes. And the museum has reassured us many times over that there would be an, and the word they're using is immersive, which means it's all around you, right? Mm-hmm, You're in, mm-hmm. like the streets, you walk into the streets of old Milwaukee. An immersive streetscape type exhibit that would be part of the new museum. So like a new old lady on a rocking chair or the same one, though? Well, I have heard that Granny herself will make the trip over. Okay, all right. They're not going to retire her. Uh, where exactly she'll go, we don't know. But today they are going to reveal what that concept will look like. It'll be one of the five permanent galleries at the museum, and this one is called Milwaukee Revealed. All they've said publicly so far, Eric, is here, I'll I'll read you the quote. Milwaukee Revealed will immerse visitors in city streetscapes. They can explore to learn about the history of Milwaukee, the people who came to settle and live here and its interconnected systems, neighborhoods, and ecologies, and where future generations of children can shop for a sweet treat. Best indication yet that there'll still be a candy shop. I was going to say, it must be a candy store. (laughs) Right, exactly. All right. You know, that's one of the big attractions, right? Because your kids are walking through, they're tired, I'm tired, and you get to the candy shop, and oh, I can go in here? Yeah, they're doing us a favor by putting that candy store in. helping us, right. (laughs) So it sounds like there'll be a candy shop that's included there. If you read between the lines, not so subtle nod there. That last part, again... Uh, part of the larger attraction that's going to be called Milwaukee Revealed. We already have reveals from the Time Travel Exhibit and Wisconsin Journey. This will be the third of the five permanent galleries where they're offering us new information. The other two that we have yet to hear more about, Living in a Dynamic World and Rainforest, will make up the five permanent galleries. 
So at 9.30 this morning is when they're having sort of the, the big, next big reveal. We'll share a lot of information. I do have some additional information about what that new gallery is going to look like. We'll be able to share that with you after 7 o'clock this morning. So we have a little bit in the news at 7 a.m. and then much more coming up at 7.20 this morning. So definitely want to be listening for that because we'll get it to you ahead of that 9.30 big announcement. You should just tell us right now. I can't tell you right now. <laughs> and I have I have my reasons for that. I've made various agreements. I, I understand. I was just curious. I so, maybe that I I could get, get you. so that I could get some information. <laughs> See, now you're doing to me what I always do to the guests. <laughs> right. Why don't you just tell us who the big concert is going to be? Well, we can't say right now, but you're going to like it. I wonder how they're doing on fundraising. Do they give uh, little details on that at all? When it's they... been very healthy, and like, uh, there's a lot of public money that's going into this. There's okay. state money, there's local money and all of that, Good. but uh, it's been healthy. They do have ways to go. That belongs in a museum. So do you. It's a story you may not have heard. Ed Hennings sold drugs and killed a man on Milwaukee's northwest side. He served 20 years of a 40-year sentence, and he's sharing his story with WTMJ's Libby Collins. The day this happened, a relative of mine got jumped by a couple guys in the community, according to his recollection of what happened. So he came and got me, and I said, I know some of the guys that be out there. So we walked over there, me and him, and I began the same routine that I always go through. Hey, man, is everything all right? And it was me and him. And it was about 10 to 15 other people. And I just began to ask those questions like, what's going on, man? Everything OK? Never raised my voice, went after anybody, just trying to do what I normally do. I straighten these type of things out. So my relative, he began to argue with a couple of guys that was in the yard. He started to say, hey, man, you guys jumped on me and I didn't appreciate that. I, I don't and think he used those words, yeah, right? Yeah, he didn't yeah, use okay. those words. <laughs> and they began to say right back at him, like, whatever, what it's to it. So as I was getting this thing under control, three other guys showed up and they didn't look too happy about us being there. My street senses kicked in. I said, oh, wow, this is not going to be good. They were coming fast. And I was just like, hey, can you tell those guys that we're not here for any trouble? Nobody said a word. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, my goodness. Uh, so once again, my street senses kick in. I stick my hand in my pocket where I carry my gun at and I put my hand on it. And the guys came up. One guy went straight up to my relative and he got nose to nose with them. And you can see him jawing back and forth. You can just see spit coming out of both of them's mouths. And the tension is high. The altercation ensued with the guy that was in front of the relative of mine. His hand went up under his shirt. And at that moment, I pulled out the gun and I pushed my relative out the way and I shot my gun two times. So how did convicted murderer Ed Hennings Turn his life around, Libby Collins discovers Henning's story of going from criminal to respectable on this week's WTMJ Conversations that Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The NBA playoffs are coming back to Milwaukee and the Bucks are getting run for their run at a second parade in three years and look to be about as healthy as possible heading into their postseason. With all those guys, you know, I think uh, practicing is one of the steps and then seeing how you feel the next day and seeing how your body responds and everything, you know, is almost as important. So, you know, it was a good day collectively. It was a good day for each of those guys and we'll see and uh, respond to, you know, how they feel and continue to get ready for Sunday. Coach Bud there following the team's practice on Thursday afternoon, which left them a clean injury report for the first time 
in quite a while. The Bucks will now await the winner of tonight's playing game between the Chicago Bulls and the Miami Heat to see who punches their ticket to Milwaukee, whoever that will be. That series will begin on Sunday at Pfizer Forum with a tip-off of 4.30. Over to the Diamond, where the Cardiac crew, they were back at it with the game tied at three apiece in the 10th inning. Rowdy Telez came through for his team. Garcia's 2-1. Hit on a line in the right field. Backing up is Azokar. Back onto the warning track. Azokar made the catch. Plenty deep enough to get the runner home. Yelich tags and scores. And Adamas over to third base on the sacrifice fly by Rowdy Telez. Josh Maurer on the call right here on WTMJ. As Telez drove in the go-ahead run there, and the Brewers' bullpen holds on for the 4-3 win on the road in San Diego. Colin Ray, who got the spot start for the Brewers, was the feel-good story of the game, just being called up and going five and two-thirds innings while giving up only one earned run and striking out Six Padres. They give us 17 outs and five and two thirds. You know, I was, it's a great performance for sure. He pitched really well, executed a whole bunch of pitches, you know, was careful around the edges and, and got a bunch of swings and misses too. So, um, couldn't, I couldn't ask for anything more. I thought he was wonderful um, and, and gave us a real chance to win. No break for the Brewers as they are right back at it tonight in San Diego. Eric Lauer is slated to get the start for the Brew Crew that first pitch is set for 8.40. You can tune into full coverage right here on WTMJ beginning at 8.05. So 2-2 two and two right now on a tough roadie. If we can I'll come out of this 500, now. not yeah, a problem take at it. all. That's what I said going into it. Give me 500. Yep. We're on pace. 5.47. We'll see what Greg Pancake Hill is cooking up in the Pancake Breakfast Special coming up next. Best record in the league with their 58th win of the season. Check. Number one seed. As the Bucks have clinched the number one overall seed going into the playoffs. Check. Next up, another championship. And the road to the NBA title will go through the cream city of Milwaukee. Listen to the Bucks tear through the playoffs right here on the home of the Bucks. WTMJ. WTMJ's Vince Vitrano here for LAK Group. I personally know the partners, Mike Grubich, Mike Milstead. I've worked with them in business and in the nonprofit world. They know business at every level. And at LAK Group, their leadership development programs, they're based on six leadership attributes, core to developing successful, agile leaders. They even wrote a book about them. It's called Leadership on Purpose. Investing in leadership development can pay huge dividends and lead to long-term success. LAK Group's programs get results. They're tailored for high-value, high-performing individuals. You can learn more about their leadership development programs by visiting transformingcareers.com. Talk to Mike and Mike. LAK Group, discover your human advantage. Greg Pancake Hill is the producer of Wisconsin's Morning News. Folks always ask me, they still ask me, Pancake. How did Pancake get his nickname Pancake? Still ask me, too. (laughs) You're not listening. He worked at the Pancake House on the south side. So every week we have great ideas for our show. Some of them make it into the rundown. Some of them they don't. So we assign Greg to whip up a little something with the leftovers here on this Friday morning. Is the Pancake Breakfast Special? What about breakfast? We've already had it. We've had one, yes. What about second breakfast? Good start, dude. Wait for it. Ah! 
statute of limitations applies to this question that I'm about to ask you. Okay, we good? What's the best excuse you or maybe your kid has used to get out of school? Now, I'll give you some time to think about it, but is it better than the honest attempt from the mini snide? Do you think there is any way that I can stay home? And I'm not kidding you, with six question marks following it. Because I have good grades, the only bad one is a C, and it is the last day till spring break. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, wow. I rest my case. I mean, honestly, that's Can't pretty good. That's pretty epic. <laughs> anything else, anything come to mind in your experience before? Maybe a personal story. Man, I never tried. I just knew better than that. I mean, again, to quote Ferris Bueller, I could be bleeding out my eyes and you'd still make me go to school. <laughs> yeah. That was my childhood. You also had administrators and Yeah, my dad taught it. Yeah. Toast East. Oh, and- yeah. I, I don't remember faking sick. You know, I texted my mom, too, and I was like, hey, do you have any stories of me, like, trying to get out of school? And she was like, no, I don't. Like, oh, <laughs> We're yeah, a bunch of nerds. Well, we are total nerds. Nope. The, the snide kids win. Yeah. yeah no, like, yeah. I just uh, I don't feel like it, and I'm really good at school. Okay. I, I only well, have one seat. I may have attempted with the uh, heating up of the thermometer thing. But, I'm sorry? You know, you warm up the thermometer with like a heating pad or something like that. Oh. See, back in the day, Pancake, there used to be <laughs> the this thermometer. thermometer. I'm, I don't It would take understand. your temperature? No. No, yeah. no. You just point at your forehead, yes. right? Yeah. No. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> they put it in your mouth or somewhere else. So, okay, oh, no, no. Here we go. <laughs> the doctor so what about seeing your dad at work? We've talked about it a bit yesterday. If you haven't heard, the Chicago Bulls forward, DeMar DeRozan's nine-year-old daughter, DR was the MVP of their play-in game on Wednesday against the Raptors with this familiar noise. Absolutely, she was, and it was with this noise. <laughs> DR would, she sounds like would, Wild Falcons. She would do right as the any member of the Raptors, the opposing team to that game, would line up to take a free throw. Now, DR's stats for the night, 36 screams, good for 50% as the Raptors only hit 18 of their 36 free throws attempted, thus contributing in large part because the Bulls didn't do themselves many favors to a Bulls guaranteeing them a matchup with the Miami Heat tonight. Now, after the game, DeMar was asked if DR was going to be in attendance tonight, he said. Uh, no, she got to go back to school. school Yeah. Yeah, well, that's all good, Dad, but enter the enigma to every father of a child, corporate America. That's right. <laughs> United Airlines, the naming rights sponsor of the Bulls Arena, Unite, the United Center, has offered to fly DR out to Miami to yell at the heat, thus extending her father's season, or in hopes to do so. Now, United Airlines retweeting the video of DeMar's response, offering a free ticket to DR DeRozan to Miami tonight for the play-in game. Still don't know, however, if she will be in the crowd. When Miami Heat head coach Eric Spolstra was asked for comment about DR being in the crowd tonight, he responded, (laughs) (laughs) Exactly right. He's a goat. So I scream, (laughs) you scream, (laughs) and we all scream (laughs) for playoff basketball. So whatever cool reason you think you may have for skipping school, it won't be as nearly as cool as cheering your dad on in a chance to make the playoffs. By the way, there is a local connection to this. I'd really? love to hear this. If everything works out correctly, DR could be in Milwaukee on Sunday <laughs> afternoon. Oh, man. Yeah, Coach Bud, any uh, comments on that? Oh, wait a minute, Coach <laughs> Bud. Hold on, Coach. 
Coach, we can't hear you. You got to turn your mic on. Any comments on DR coming to Milwaukee? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Makes my teeth That's hurt, what man. Yeah. yeah. You know what, it man? It cuts. That just made it real. That was all funny until that, that yeah. kid could come here. Yeah, <laughs> wait a minute. And it's it's in our heads, by the way. For yeah. There's no way you're not thinking about that. The way that scream goes, those players, imagine they can, they can say they were pros, mm. but yeah. they were affected. Yeah, you don't, you don't mean, miss it, half your free throws if it doesn't affect you. And so Giannis already has a history of being kind of like... Um, I was ju- just about to say, Debbie, imagine counting in free throws, but every count is <laughs> two, <laughs> three, six, oh, no. seven. Oh. So. I don't like how it sets up. I am guessing this, though. The prohibitive factor in getting her to this ballgame was not the ability to afford the airfare. This, <laughs> this is true. This is very true. Thanks anyway, United. <laughs> 557, that's the Pancake Breakfast Special on this Friday morning. Business headlines are up next with the Milwaukee Business Journal's Sean Ryan.